When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This show is brought to you in association with Labrooks for all your betting needs with a new site design and great prices. It's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. Uh, joining me this week on Stop Hammer Time, initial founder member of Stop Hammer Time, it's Pete Ward. Is that a Croatian, Pete? Ah, excellent. You've learned some Croatian just for the purposes of the, this podcast. Ah, nice, nice. Now, um, is this going to carry on? Will this, this, this is going to be wearing, this could be a bad decision five minutes in. Could you've, you've put, you've gone all in on this, uh, on the speaking just Croatian for the whole podcast. Right. Pete, Pete Warder, Pete Warder, the, our inaugural stop hammer time was December 2007. Uh, Kerbishly was the manager at that time. Uh, things were, things were dark days, dark days. Um, and uh, Pete, I seem to remember you—you you deployed the C word very, very quickly into the inaugural did, yes, stop yeah, hammer time yeah. of all time. Yeah. It was in relation to Chelsea. I can't remember the context, but it was about Chelsea, and it was the C word. I think it probably was related to John Terry. It, I think almost it certainly. almost yeah. certainly it has to be, doesn't it? It has to be uh, Costa. I mean, he's just he's the same. Uh, yeah. It's, it's taken over his role now. Terry's is on the way out. Extraordinary, extraordinary. I mean, it just bleeds down from the top. A team that's run by a man who you know, or is owned by a man who you know has had people killed. Uh, so yeah. You do you think that, that, that that's going to eventually trickle down? Also joining us this week. Uh, let's not get into talking about Chelsea now. Let's save that for the Chelsea podcast. Uh, they moan about how evil and bad their players are constantly. Joining us this week, uh, a good friend of ours at the games. It's Scott Fortley. Evening, Scott. We met you through Benji Lanyardo. You did because you had sold him a picture to his pick fair. Benji has this pickfair.com website. He does. He's yes. a secret billionaire. He is a secret billionaire. Yes, yes. He is a, a young businessman of the year. Definitely this year, yeah, probably this, this really? or last year. Is he won an award? Is he? No, he hasn't. I don't think I, he got a grant though, or something. Did he, he got a grant. Yeah, he's a wheeler dealer. I need to get one of those. He's a wheeler dealer. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna. He's, he's he is gonna be a billionaire at some point. He uh, he made a good comment recently, saying, um, "Well, sorry, he posted a comment that I said. He said um, we were in a pub, and he had a pair of uh, Great Britain gloves, um, and he's a, a Jew who lives in Tottenham that looks like a Muslim. Yes, and, and he uh, he made that quite public. But yeah, that was me. Yes, and that was my comment. Ah, Not probably yeah. politically correct, but no, no, it's, a, it's an observation, a good observation, good observation about Benji. Uh, so." During the course of this podcast, we'll talk about a game that's happening tonight at Leicester. Yes. Uh, the, uh, about which we can only speculate. Well, we it has, get a live up, 
It hasn't started no, yet. Right, no, no, no. no, we can imagine that. Well, we've got the team lineup, so we can talk about that. Yes. But we haven't been with you for a couple of weeks, so we've got two games of football to talk about. We have the Newcastle game, Newcastle game, and the Manchester City game, and uh, so all all very positive, all a lot to talk about. They're very exciting. We can talk about um, the the way and manner in which it could all go wrong. Uh, yes, I, indeed, we, we should probably speculate. <laughs> I've got uh, a few theories. Yeah, here. yeah. So let's sure we'll talk about that later. We, uh, yeah, let's talk about let's, let's talk about those two games. Uh, so there's the, the, the Newcastle game and the Manchester City game. Uh, I mean, the transfer window had just uh, closed. Slam shut. Slam shut. Slam shut. Slam shut uh, when we did the last. Has podcast. anyone ever had their fingers caught in the transfer window when it's been slam shut? In a huge metaphor. Yeah, meltdown. Man United did, didn't they? Yeah, surely uh, that was the fingers caught with the whole De Gea thing. Well, that was a Spanish yeah. transfer winner, wasn't it? Berahino, uh, yes, he didn't, got, didn't he get got his, his move. He had his fingers yeah, trapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Tony Pulis, he is still he hanging. The window, he's still hanging from yeah. that window. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we were quite, you know, we were very excited about the transfer window. We felt it had been good. Uh, obviously, the midfield with uh, Antonio and Char- uh, sorry, Charlie Austin was stuck behind the window, behind the banging window. on it, trying to get out of Queen's Park. He's Rangers still in there. He's, uh, Slam shut. And he was. Yeah, Let me yeah. out. Yeah. Back in the Premier League. He yeah, removed yeah. the bandage from his knee, though, just in case. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, he is. Uh, He's trapped in the double glazing of the transfer window. <laughs> he is in an airless vacuum. He's in an airless window to eventually blow. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. Argon will cure his knee. Argon, the gas. Argon is the gas. It's in between. Argon will cure his knee. Is a potential yeah. title for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we'll get our secretary to write that down. Jane, could you write that down? Argon will cure his knee. Um, yeah. So, so that. So then. Uh, a couple of these guys trickled out onto the pitch for the Newcastle game. We didn't play everyone straight away. Uh, Jelovic didn't get a look in in that game. No. Uh, uh, Antonio didn't play in that game. Moses did, though. And and he certainly uh, did. What a good... Uh, that, that, that's certainly in the you know top four West Ham debuts I've seen. Yeah. He's a beast, uh, isn't yeah. he? Uh, he was. He's a very sort of. He's a very clever, knowing sort of player. When I w- went to the game we played at home against Stoke last season, he was just very yeah. smart and get winning free kicks. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, I, I'm surprised. It's sort of a bit odd, really, the whole thing about lone players. I think as well. They could they, do. With they him. gave him a well, it's precisely. So they give him a four year contract as simultaneously he signs on loan with us in the same way that Jenkinson was given a five year contract by Arsenal. Um, so they become these professional bankable players because they're making a profit with the loan fees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We pay the wages, but to stop the top four teams from having Victor having them, or, yeah, or yeah. Jenkinson. Um, well, it feels like it feels like Victor Moses has been around for a long time. Yeah, doesn't he? he's not like very he's old, around, is he? Feels like he's been around for seven or eight years because yeah. he's played for so many. He played for Palace. Wigan 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 he was bought by Chelsea he's been then loaned to Liverpool and Stoke Stoke. so he's played for all of those teams we've been aware of him and how good he is Mm. for what feels like seven or eight years and the guy's still like 24 (laughs) he's like he's a bit older than that isn't he no, I think, no, I think he's, he's 24. Young. I think he's like 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real yeah, it's extraordinary. It's extraordinary. He's uh, so he's really young, fit, great, and uh, you know, it's fantastic. He, you know, he was great in that Newcastle mm. game, wasn't uh, he? he? What was I liked about him is that probably something we'll come on to talk about really is that it didn't take him long, I and mean, he was quite happy to take the piss out of um, out of their right back. Yeah, yeah. Moment, I was I was sitting in Chav corner. Um, on my, I don't get to many games, but my mate Penners uh, got me a ticket on a spare, or upgraded his daughter's ticket rather. He, Did you have to go in drag? <clears throat> uh, to, to no, but I put my shoes on my knees and I was fine. Oh, right. oh, oh you yeah. a small, a small. Yeah. You went as a small girl. Yeah, I, I'm quite effeminate anyway. Mm. Um, and he, it didn't take long, and he just did this one little trick where he almost was in no space, and he just turned and just absolutely roasted. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're right back, and he did that on a number of occasions. And bear in mind, Yan Mac was probably one of their best players. That's right. They were yeah. really shit. But he is their most dangerous player, and he's their right back, even at the weekend when yeah. they played against um, when they were really hopeless. Even even more. Yeah, hopeless. who did they have at the weekend? He was the one player who had the one shot. Yeah, Watford, Watford, didn't they? Watford, yeah. that's Watford. right. Um, 
I think that's just Moses' game, though, isn't it? And, you, the, you know, it's, 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 it feels churlish to be so disparaging, but that sort of... He did ev- everything in about the first 20 minutes of that mm. game that Matt Jarvis failed to do in three <laughs> years. Everything that Matt Jarvis did on his Norwich debut. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, he got into the box of the weekend, uh, which he never At did. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah against crazy. Liverpool. Yeah, has a nosebleed. Yeah. I sort of, you know, I want, I want it to work out for Jarvis. Yeah, he needs to, for a long time, is needed to move needed somewhere to move. else. Yeah, needs something to move was, on. Yeah. He still seems like a nice bloke, though, so you can't him. You don't want to give him abuse, do you? But uh, I mean, the whole thing, interesting though. We signed four players in the transfer window. All look very good additions. And Newcastle signed five players, all completely unknown to us. I mean, apart from Victor Moses, who mm. who who knew who Payo Payo was, who knew knows who Antonio is really, and yeah. who who knew who knows who. Um, or uh, well, who else to be signed for? Obi- oh, yeah, deadline Obi- 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 Song. Yelovich. Song was deadline. Oh, yeah, 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 we know that, but they signed a load of players, Newcastle, and they just are not gelling. You know, yeah, that's they're, exactly what's happening. But, but what's happening now every season with every club is that four or five completely uh, unknown foreign players come and play and wear the shirt. And is, I find it the same with West Ham. Really, mm. is that every season mm. you don't quite know who these guys are. No, it turns out that it's. So far, a bit like last season, it's been an amazing... It was a bit probably way in excess of last season because of the away wins. It was a bit like last season's shocking start where we kind of end up in the top six of the yeah. table. Yeah, yeah, um, But with players that no one really knows anything about them. Well, and, you know, young players. Lucky, we're, we're, yeah. we're getting these young guys. You know, yeah. Lanzini is young and was yeah. playing in the United Arab Emirates. Well, it's like, maybe, You know, he's found him from somewhere. I the guy's Binich. like a... But the guy is, you know, uh, he played for River Plate or in I their youth system. B- and Billich knew you know, Billich has Billich. been tracking Lanzini yeah, yeah. and Paye for, for yeah. a long time, yeah. he said, in I, a few interviews. I think interviews, the so. Lanzini thing I said, I think, I think he, he tracked him for a long while and I think he tried to get him at the Shiktas. Yeah, but effectively, Lanzini took the money and mm-hmm. went and went out to the Middle East. Yeah, and it's obviously he's decided that playing Sunday League is probably not long term good for his yeah. career, and has no, no. come us with the option of playing. But um, immediate cult hero, wasn't he? I mean, what was it? His Europa League debut, he scored within about five yeah. minutes. Yeah. And then uh, Liverpool. Can't we just sort of send him back and re-sign him every week? Yeah, know, so he can yeah, just yeah. sort of score in three minutes. But. Yeah, he's very. Um, you know, a couple of people were slightly, slightly down on him in their, you know, out of ten scores mm. uh, in the Man City game. But uh, but he's very tidy. He's very light. Just keeps mm. moves going. Mm. He, you know, he didn't do anything spectacular against City. But what he did do was help us keep the ball because he is a very tidy player. Mm. And uh, the layoff for Pae for. Um, Moses's goal was very yeah. tight. They highlighted that on match of the day with the amount of passing, and Lanzini was probably three passes. Yeah, that. yeah. But because they allowed him the space, just that little bit outside of the boot where he knocked it into play, actually created that space. And then the Sacco run obviously gave yeah. Moses the room. But he, he, he's a tidy player, and not he's the kind of guy that we've missed under Allardyce, maybe that just gets you out of your seat. I know Paye is now the main man. Mm. But the good thing is, is that I feel that Lanzini's best position is probably. The Paye position, yeah, and should yeah. Paye get injured for two or three games, Lanzini actually probably could fulfil that role, and actually Zarati as well. Yes, yeah, Zarati as well. Who's, who's playing tonight? Yeah, yeah. Leicester. Is this a, is this what we call a squad? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's just and Valencia. <laughs> Yeah, well, the midfield. I mean, the midfield well, is is uh, is now kind of uh, uh, blessed with a huge amount of depth, which we have never really had. We've never really had ever, or <laughs> or sort of you know, or cultivated it. You know, in a way, um, uh, you know, players get marginalised. They get don't get enough playing time, or they get played in the wrong position. Uh, we. With this kind of the, the the way the midfield is kind of laid out, there's it's a very clear you've got the ones that kind of protect the back four, then you've got ones that are advanced players. And I think you can see how each yeah. of our substitutes would go into those two mm. banks. We've got quite a defined system, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. But, um, Everyone like, knows what they're doing in the midfield. I think that's the big difference, is that yeah. we're defending as well as we did under Sam. You know, we, under Sam we defended extremely well. We we had a lot of clean sheets, we didn't concede many goals, mm. but it was going forward that was the, the real problem. But 
But now, you know, Lanzini and Paye behind yeah. Sacco, that's a job is to go forward. They are mm. the, you know, they're the pressure, they're the release. They have to attack the other team's goal. You well, know, I suppose the big difference on last year is the pace. You know, yeah. oh, we suddenly we got three, you were playing with three attacking midfielders and a striker. Whereas last season we played with that diamond shape in two forwards. And that's given us a real edge, especially away from home. But we you know we play we play counter attacking football like every, and it, I think some points that the counter attacking away from home is going to get snuffed out so because yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just a surprise tactic. That but I think Palace pioneered it last season under Pardew. Mm. I think yeah. they, they were really really strong at that. Well, there was, was an interesting spring surprise. The first couple of weekends of fixtures, I think there was some statistic that a lot of teams were not winning at home that were yeah. expected to win at home. And I think this year's vogue is for counter-attacking football. Yeah, so often the away pace, yeah. team is playing a sort of a better style of football than yeah. the home team. And now the home team doesn't know what to do because if they press, yeah. it opens up gaps behind them yeah. for pace to attack. So so now teams are a bit confused as to what to do at home. And uh, it's interesting. A lot of teams are losing at home and winning their away games. Well, we did it against Newcastle. Going back to that game, the Newcastle game, we did... Allow them to have sixty percent of the possession, and uh, although a lot of the time the ball always went round the pitch, back to the goalkeeper yeah. a lot, never really went anywhere. Didn't really mount any meaningful attacks. One or two, they were quite happy to let them have possession because yeah. we knew we would hurt them when we had it. I think not, that that front three or front four that we have now, it's not only that we're now blistering on a counter attack; is that the players we've signed is probably deliberate, but. They all track back and they all put mm. their foot in pay. Does, mm. he, does not, yeah. he does not yeah. want to tackle against Liverpool. Lanzini won so many tackles mm-hmm. and then pushed the ball forward. Um, and, and they highlighted, I mean, at the weekend he brought on Jelovic and, and Sacco sort of moved out to the right. But they highlighted it on match of the day, didn't they? Sacco had been playing only up the front of his own for about 75 minutes, mm. feeding off scraps. And he still full pelt defended back. Who was it that took a little dive? I'm not sure. But. Yeah, he, he tracked that that whole way. Is everyone is working so hard? Yeah, and I suppose the next thing we'll probably go on to is when are the wheels going to fall off? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> when and how? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were uh, the uh, Winston Reid was highly brilliant. praised for the yeah, Manchester City game. Brilliant. He seems to be sort of back to something approaching his best. Top form, yeah. It 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 um you know the latter part of last season he. Seemed a little disinterested on pitch. He's got a kind of, he's got a slightly hangdog demeanour about him anyway. Yeah. I don't think he's particularly vocal. I don't think he's, he's a little bit in his own world. I think Tompkins is quite a good foil for him. I think yeah. Tompkins, yeah. Tompkins is a slightly, I'm still not entirely convinced that he's not slightly better than Ogbonna, Tompkins. I like Tompkins oh, I a lot. I think he is. I think he, he's a ball player, Tompkins. He's a very good tackler. Uh, but also he's quite a big he's normally quite a big personality because he looks so sort of youthful uh, you know it seems that perhaps he isn't but he, he's but still he's, a bit of a pretty boy isn't he he yeah. almost looks like he won't put his head in where it but hurts but he's been but around for will. a while yeah he's yeah. been around for a while and he punched a policeman outside a nightclub he did punch he, a policeman outside uh, uh, he he's my favourite player then. who? <laughs> For that reason, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think he, I, I think, think he's, he's one of our. I, I think, think he's, he's a, good. But I think and he's Reed, good. the Reed Tompkins combination is good. I think. I think so. Not you know, Ogbonner. I like the look of Ogbonner. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's really solid. But I, I think Tompkins deserves to be first choice I think behind Reed. I think. That that Olympic thing was obviously atrocious for him. He had such a good mm. season in the championship, and it really knocked him off his pedestal for quite yes, a it while. Did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Having watched him come through the ranks and sort of, my dad particularly thinks is he, he's always got a mistake in him, and I kind of see that. And, and in fact, probably against Newcastle, there was quite a few times. There was one time the ball went under his foot, the ball dropped in the six-yard mm. box, and probably against a better team, we might have got punished. So mm. obviously, nobody's perfect. Ogbonna had a reputation at Juventus for. Dropping the bollock, he was apparently mm. a little bit of a colo torre. Well, I think he was known as the Titus Bramble. You <clears throat> <Yeah, I think throat> yeah. but he's come to us, yeah. and I suppose the only boo he's really done was that own goal, which you probably wouldn't uh, really yeah. put down no, to no. him anyway. But he's looked really solid. But I suppose it, it, it's amazing now that we're looking at someone like James Collins, who 
at times last season looked like our rock at the back. Yeah. He's now getting a 15-minute run in, and he's only, he's only then on the bench then because of another injury. Mm. Yeah, I suppose... I mean, the deal for Ogbonna, you know, it must have felt that he's got to go straight in, mm. you know, because he, was, he came from Juventus. And well, he plays quite a lot in the Italian the national side. He's he costs a Italian lot of money, well. Italian national side, feels that he's got to... There are certain players that feels they've got to go in, and... Uh, um, you know, obviously Pae, and obviously that's borne out by mm. everything Pae's done. I don't um, mind him being in the team, yeah, Pae. No, no, I think, <laughs> I think, he, I think, he's, I think he's proved enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a nice problem to have. It's good that we've, I think it's good that we've retained Collins. It just depends what Daniil, you know, this... Um, I think it's great we've got four uh, The Canadian off. guys like... Yeah. Um, Donald Henry, yeah. Yeah, Donald he was, Henry. He was an Allardyce signing, wasn't he, off of the recommendation of... Um, who was it? Who, who did yeah, someone had him. Blackburn and guy. He, well, he went he to was, Blackburn on loan, didn't he? Yeah, he was, they loved him. He was he. The, Allardyce coached someone at Blackburn, and then oh yeah, who then went to be? It was the guy that was at QPR who then went to be a coach. Yes, in, I don't know. Oh, I know Ryan Nelson. That's it. Yeah. And he was Ryan recommended Nelson. to Allardyce Managed by Ryan Toronto, Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes. But he went and played two or three games for um, for Blackburn, and they were raving about yeah. him. And then yeah. he got that injury. Yeah. Well, he famously got in the car and drove up there, and more or less drove onto the pitch to yeah, play. Did, I think yeah. the deal, I think the loan deal yeah. to Blackburn for him was done that morning, and he just went out and played, and apparently had a blinder. Yeah. Um, so you know. You want four central defenders, don't you? Yep. So, so I think there was. I think probably if a decent offer had come in for Collins, they would have sold him in that window. Uh, apparently, yeah. he didn't want to go. No, yeah. no. He he apparently is very settled in Essex with his wife and his. They've kids. just had another kid and um, stuff. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think it, it, I can't, I can't imagine he's on a big wage, is he? No, and and he's the sort of guy where some fifteen minutes, twenty minutes before the end, he'll come along and. If someone thunderbolts it and it's going to hit his bollocks, yeah. he'll, 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 he'll take happily it. take it yeah. in the bollocks yeah. and get up and go, give me it again, yeah. because he's hard. Yeah. We, we kind of need that. On the floor, in my opinion, he'll get rinsed. But, but you want a blend of a, a kind of a stopper and a skilled player, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but what, of... what four centre-backs, of those four centre-backs at West Ham, and then you've got someone like Burke coming through who's yeah. getting rave reviews again at Bradford. There's just, they've yeah. just extended his life. Right. Oxford coming through as well suddenly we're sort of thinking hang on we've got a bit of an array of talent because yeah. I think Golden Sullivan have been a bit clever now and, and, and in the past we've ended up with situations with O'Brien playing centre-half McCartney yeah. playing centre-half Coyote Coyote having to fill in there and he does a very good job yeah, he's good. but we can't end up in that situ- no. in that scenario not in January, February no. No. Yeah, if we're trying to push the team forward we might uh, it, it feels like a deal might have been done for another striker in the transfer window and a couple of things fell through didn't it the kind of um Mexican-sounding, the Mexican. What was that guy's name? We, we dodged a few. Couldn't get a couldn't get a work permit for. Yeah. Well, there was also Hernandez. At I Man didn't U. know about that yeah. one actually. No, it's like oh, what was his name? It's just a Latin American-sounding name that you know. Uh, I've just forgotten the name. Uh, the deal fell through work permit, I think, or something like that. Fell through was from a Spanish club. Can't remember. But also, you know, Hernandez, Adibayor. It felt like they might want another. Sort of striker, but Carroll's coming back, you know. Well, uh, and and, is now Carlton Cole. And season, Valencia. What an upgrade. What an upgrade. <laughs> Yelovich on Carlton Cole. I mean, Carlton apparently is going to be signing at Celtic. Celtic, and Celtic yeah. Best of luck to him, lovely bloke, but Jesus, he should just retire if he's going to be playing Sunday League football. It's atrocious up there, isn't it now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to read this out. Uh, here's something. Uh, we've signed up with Ladbrooks to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of them for you. Follow the links on the description to this podcast on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, there's a free bet of up to £50 for you when you click the link and enter the promo code LAD50. L-A-D-50. LAD50. We hope some of you go on our away win prediction on our Ladbrooks mini-pod and took the... 11 to 1 odds on an away win. Uh, apparently, people did uh, on the I Facebook saw, page. I there saw were a that on the group, yeah. Yes, there were a, a couple lady, of, uh, yeah, of uh, Jackie, Jackie yeah. Hughes, yeah. Sort of uh, made a couple of hundred quid. She uh, bet on Newcastle, uh, sorry, she bet on West Ham to beat Newcastle and then with the winnings put it on West Ham to beat Man City. An accumulator, yeah, yeah. So wow. it was she's now very, over 200 quid up. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. And I think there were a couple of, uh, there were a couple of um, bets for an away win at City. 
Of course. So you, you, I don't know, Pete, whether you uh, uh, listened to the uh, podcast in which... Our sound has just dropped out. I'm just going to say this, put it out there. I don't know if we're... Oh, it's fine. Uh, No, it's gone again. Um, Loose cable. It's uh, loose. There's... Yeah. That's that's back again. We're back. This has probably made no difference to the listener. This is the, the, the same. But to us, we... We now have to rely on the sound that you hear in a room. We're used to the high-quality uh, Sennheiser sound that you hear in headphones. And now, it's not that we can't hear each other, it's that we're refusing to hear each other uh, unless it's under high acoustic conditions. Well, if you just sit down there and hold it... <laughs> yeah, some, some, the cable, not anything Yeah, something's else. currently being held uh, in... Something's being held in place <laughs> that's now making us able to hear ourselves. There's so, a sound um, engineer looking at me very questionably. Um, so uh, you, you, you lads, uh, uh, Pete, you probably didn't hear the uh, my prediction, as we always do predictions at the end of things. Uh, my prediction was uh, Liverpool nil, West Ham United three. You didn't put any money on that, though, did I didn't you? Didn't put any money. Yeah, that would have been about eighty. Hey, you used to work I, for I um, Sky, Bet. the betting yeah, side of yeah, Sky, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I won uh, quite handsomely the other week as well. Did you? Did you? Interesting. Scott betting man, Scott betting. Not Benning really. Man, no. um, just quickly on that, uh, after the game. Um, after the Liverpool game I was listening to the podcast sometimes I, I'd still like to catch up and I was walking down uh, Duke Street in Chelmsford if anyone knows Chelmsford that is the main street which Duke's the nightclub shit I was on um, and I was just walking past the bus stop and they came to predictions about the Liverpool game and obviously a pan round pessimistic and you went yeah we're going to win 3-0 hmm. and immediately I just smiled thinking at that point he had no idea did he? No that was no well, idea that no. was that was the continuation mm. of our away jubilation. Mm, mm. And uh, immediately as that happened, you must have been just sat there with a smug look on well, your face. Well, we just lost two games at home as well. It was, it was a completely yeah. pointless guess. There's no expertise on my maybe, part. Of- maybe your prediction was a premonition or it maybe had some effect on the game. I'm maybe you listen, did I'm, it. I'm going to have to listen to what I predicted for the Man City game because I basically just say something stupid yeah. after the people that know what they're talking about make a... So I, I might have predicted a win for that. Um, so, so I think we've dispensed with those two games. Leicester tonight um, is is on, though. Uh, Pete, you had a look at the team selection. It's incredibly strong, isn't we've it? We've got basically? a strong team, yep. Mm. Um, um, we thought Randolph would get a running goal, but it's it's actually Adrian. Yeah. Um, only, the only changes are Colin Zerati and Carol for um, Reed, Reed. Um, Sacco, Sacco, Carol for Sacco, and Paye. And Paye. Zerati yeah, for, for Paye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Leicester have made a lot of changes when yeah. put their second team out like they did in the last round so, so interesting. Uh, we'll lose we're, we're fielding a very strong team <laughs> yes that's right we'll lose uh, we're fielding a, a pretty strong team and, for that yeah um, uh, yes interesting I mean you know we do have a lot of strength and depth but that is a lot of uh, first yeah, team it's a sign that they want to take a cup to, uh, tournament seriously we could have a run and win a tournament this year well he came in for a lot of flack for playing that sort of weakened team just before the Arsenal fixture in that game that we lost uh, in, I don't uh, think that's a problem I think we need we didn't want to be involved in that tournament this no, season no absolutely and, um, and I think it was really good it was fun in the summer and, and it's probably sharpened up quite a lot of players he got a chance to look at some players didn't he because there's a new you you know there's a new manager just arrived and you're immediately into a tournament and I Mm. I think that was a no-win situation but it did on the plus side give him the chance to look at some players like I think he you know playing Lanzini in the European tournament he got a look at him and went yeah you're my boy uh Oxford as well you know got got a chance and did really well in that Arsenal fixture you know, so it was sort of uh, not it was so all, well in the Leicester game, doing. but I think that's done, that's done us a lot of favours, and we got out of it at the right time. Yeah, I mean, you can already see right, the, yeah. you can see the effect it's having on a, you know. I think Southampton probably just as well out of it as well. Yeah, it's a terrible tournament to be involved in. Are yeah, they talking about a third now? A, oh, shit a third idea. tournament, yeah, a third yeah. Tournament. European tournament. Are they some crappy third? Well, if it was a knockout, it'd be fine. I mean, I think just what you need is a proper knockout yeah. tournament, yeah, not yeah. a stupid league table. Yeah. I'd, I wouldn't be too against one if they made the Champions League maybe for the top two teams, yeah. the Europa League for mm. the next two, and then yeah. maybe the following two go into what is the Europa League yeah. now. Yeah. It's just embarrassing you can finish fourth in a, in a league, scrape into fourth, which, okay, in Premier League is amazing, but... And the next year you could be European champions, and it's and then in that year, what, what Dortmund got to the final, didn't they? And, and that year they ended up finishing ninth or something stupid. Yeah. 
And the, the, the Champions League is so shapeless as well. It's like, who gives a fuck about those mini leagues uh, mm. in the first part of it? No one really, you know, teams lose the first two or three games, but you know they're the two, they're the two best teams in that mini league. So you know they're going to go through. There's no sense of tension in it. Mm. You know, some, some you know, genuine kind of knockout tournament would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Teams would field their best nights. And you'd have things that are a bit more like those European nights we remember in black and white when we were kids. Yeah. Liverpool used to win it. So you know. Hmm? Yes, yes. Pete and I, obviously, not yeah. talking about you, Scott. You can't, you can't remember this morning. What was, was, what, what was black and white TV? Yeah, that's right. That's right. What was the, what was the first game you sort of really remember, Scott? Scott is young. I'm going um, I'm I'm to. Not young. I'm going to say that now. Well, younger. I'm younger, approaching younger. thirty. Yeah. Um, yeah. My the first game I remember, which I think was the first game my dad took me to, we drew three all with Sunderland, um, and that's about all I remember. I think I was about six or seven. I think. Hutchison was playing for them. Oh, right, yeah. Is that what you did play for Sunderland? Did, I think he yeah. did, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was a pretty exciting game. And I think I was in the centenary lower. And at that time, we used to have... Well, it probably wasn't called the centenary lower at that time. But um, at that time, all of the home fans used to sit now where the away fans sit. Yeah, um, yeah. In the Trevor Brooking lower. Um but I, you know, I used to get over quite a lot, and um, you know, I, I remember when we went out to Snell Bucharest. I was um, I was there at that game and the home game to Mets, where we lost one nil. Yeah. I think we were talking in the pub earlier. Is, is, is probably my first my first real hero was Cotty, but the first person I remember seeing on a regular basis was Trevor Sinclair. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he was just brilliant. Yeah, he was fantastic. It was the first the first year I think that was when we signed when we didn't have the sponsor. Was that? Was yeah, that, that yeah. Season? That was. Um... Yes, it was the pony shirt uh, without a sponsor. <laughs> I've got one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that was uh, a we, description of the team at that time. W- wasn't it? We, Pete, we uh, when we were working on the Jack Doherty show, it was 1998, and they were doing um, they were doing uh, the World Cup version of fantasy football with uh, yeah, Badil yeah, and Skinner, Skinner and yeah. we went to yeah, it, we did, and yeah. we got a cab, and because I because my writing partner on that was. Um, uh, Dave Badil's brother, Ivor Badil. Yeah. So me, you and Ivor got a cab over and I think Dave had rung Ivor up and said, if you want to come in the main studio, you've got to wear a replica kit shirt. Yeah. So we stopped the cab at Lily White's and I ran in and I certainly bought one of those pony sponsorless shirts on that cab ride. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've still got one in my mum's spare room somewhere covered in catches from playing football in the street, etc. Yeah. Obviously before young kids were playing PS4 and FIFA all the time. Yeah. I actually played out young. Uh, on that cab journey, uh, do you remember that um, the cabbie went... Uh, <laughs> Cabby went, where are you going? And we said, oh, we're going to go and see a recording of um, fantasy football. And uh, bearing in mind that David Badil's brother, Ivor, was in the cab, uh, the cabby went, uh, oh, yeah, I like that show. Uh, that's a show that was presented by the, um, the comedian and the Jewish bloke. <laughs> <laughs> well remembered. I certainly don't remember that. We just pissed ourselves laughing. Brilliant. And Ivor was really, really laughing, but also going, he's my brother, he's my brother. Uh, it's very funny. Um, one thing though we should mention was uh, the Newcastle game um, out on the pitch at half time like loads of the boys of 86 came out most of them saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah loads of them uh, many of whom we've had on this podcast uh, McAvenny uh, Ward Cotty Paris Phil Parks now my, now my best friend yep. um, after he was on the podcast they came out and also a couple of others Potts was there wasn't he yep. and there were one or two others there were a couple of faces I didn't recognise but then that's not Surprising when they age like that. Yes, yes, yeah. But oh, um, yeah, Dev, uh, Devonshire came out as well, yeah, who we haven't had on the podcast. He's a very nice bloke. I've met him a number of times. Very, very friendly. Guy. Yeah, we've tried to get him. I've got his number in my phone, but I think he he is not as keen on doing kind of that sort of. L- he does quite a lot of after dinner speaking. Does he? Yeah. Does he? Maybe maybe just doesn't want to do our. Just doesn't want to do our one. The notable absentees, I think, were Alvin, uh, Martin, and uh, Gailey. I think was probably um, commentating. Got a lot of people. Possibly was on the world feed. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, yeah so I met him when I when Trevor Drain, because uh, because I, I think I've mentioned that Trevor Drain uh, uh, got me a ticket to the uh, director's box. But you don't need ticketing; you, you you're basically ushered through by a butler into the into the director's box and uh, in the kind of holding area before uh, uh, Gailey was there, and he was doing. He was sort of working that day, I think. Mm. Just sort of oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, sort of commentating on the thing. Is he a commentator? Yeah, yeah nice bloke. Does a lot of the I world like. feed stuff. From, yeah. Um, if you catch yeah. it by, by a non-legal means, yeah. uh, you so tend was, to get yeah. gaily commentating. Yeah, yeah. So let's have a quick... Uh, one thing we've been doing is uh, taking a look at... Uh, because of... Because of uh, Slaven and uh, mm-hmm. his arrival at the club and uh, he's uh, becoming a big cult hero already very good in post-match interviews I think got a very good manner he's a good um, yep. yeah. Pete, uh, Pete you, you, you evoked badly. This, this is brilliant have a lot to say. could you do the whole list in Croatian is that possible uh, maybe you better sort of maybe. translate once I've. Yeah, I'll you read it. So, but the uh, Croatian music scene is now of interest to the podcast, uh, and we are interested in the uh, the Croatian top ten. Uh, it's changed a lot um, uh, through laziness. A couple of songs from previous weeks are actually back in the charts. But uh, here's the Croatian top ten for this week. Uh, number ten, Birth Control Nights by Frantic Basil. <laughs> Number nine, Hypnotic Toddler, back in the charts again. Hypnotic Toddler with Gun Is Handy. <laughs> Number eight, Girl You Are Jeans by Scratch Card. Number seven, Try Harder with Sex Room Is Cold. Number six, <laughs> number six, Birth Canal with Yes, It's Pate. Number five, I Will Not Kiss Your Father by Those Look Swollen. Back in the charts again. That's two weeks away. They've been there. Uh, number four, it's The Racist Song by ba, Four ba, Non... Ba, 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 ba. What's happening now? Oh, uh, oh yeah. The Alan Freeman. Yeah. yeah. Free, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's very... Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. That's, that's too loud, Pete. I can't. I can't overcome that. Uh, number four, it's The Racist Song by Four Non Curds. And three, Are Those Your Veins by Attractive Driver. <laughs> number two, I Will Fight Your Baby by Horses Welcome. And number one, Clocks by Coldplay. <laughs> still. And still oh, number it's one. been number one for 18 years, two, I believe. Two years in Croatia. I think two years it's been number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's um, yeah, I think it's more or less... Uh, What's the name of uh, Billish's band? Because he plays the guitar, doesn't he? Yes, he, he does, yeah. Uh, I had it, uh, but it's, it, uh, I had it on another piece of paper. It's a, it's a Croatian name that I'm not sure translates. The song that he played on that was the Croatian uh, Euro 2008, you know, the back home equivalent was called Fiery Madness. And we heard the <laughs> lyrics to that a couple of weeks ago. It'll be on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, Do you reckon if we got to a cup final that Bilic would help record the song? Yes, absolutely. Anything, anything to replace that awful old 1975 version of Bubbles. What? Fuck off. off. <laughs> I love that. Is that not everyone's ringtone? Or is it just me? Just is you. it just you? Oh, fuck. Um, well, we... we um, what we want to do on this podcast, and I did uh, yesterday try to make overtures to start trying to make that happen, is obviously... West Ham admiring punk legends, the Cockney Rejects, yeah. have said that they would like to do a gig with Slaven Billich <laughs> on guitar, which would be yeah, great, yeah, yeah, for the Bobby Moore, for the Bobby Moore charity. Yes. It would be fantastic. So that, I, that want, would be I awesome. want to make that happen. Men yeah. with Ven could play on that, which, which um, uh, is uh, a West Ham supporting band that we know, and we've been friends, for, yep. uh, you know, friends uh, on, okay. on this podcast. That should happen for the Bobby Moore charity. It'd be great. Of course, um, we know um, Slavin listens to this podcast because he, he listens to your predictions and gets the, store, and the gets, scores right. Gets the team to score so that many goals. goals. So, yeah, yeah. Slav, make it happen. Yeah. yeah, it must be three now. It must be three goals now. Don't try harder now after a break. We have scored one. Phil says we must score two more. Yeah, you must score yes, those I think goals. that's ex- you got it there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 We're we not bar- talking about yes, the Manchester bar- City game. Uh, we haven't talked about the City game, have we? Yeah. Well, because we don't believe it happened. No. Maybe um, we should just ignore the Manchester City game. Because well, I think we sort of sure generally. Real. I think a lot of the same notes apply to the Newcastle game in a way. We uh, uh, a different style of 
uh, different style of play. Uh, we did a lot of, oddly, we did it, you know, as we've said, we did that huge amount of kind of soaking it up in the Newcastle mm. game, which was quite odd. Uh, and, and, and on the face of it, slightly worrying. But actually, they were so toothless that we could happily just let them play in front of us. They were shit, yeah. But, you know, um, as you said earlier, Scott, the, uh, the, the build-up for the first goal that Moses scored against City was one of those yeah. count-the-passes, kind brilliant. of Olay-type 15 passes, and then, then we scored. And, and that, was early, that was kind of early on in the game, and we had the confidence to try and keep the ball mm. against Manchester City at their place for the early game. And then the second half was quite backs to the wall. Well, but I think we did ride our luck. Quite a lot. Yeah, of, uh, we, we, 25, 30 minutes we get absolutely oh, battered. And yeah. City, I think, has some amazing statistic like 32 shots or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Th- we think, had eight. I but think then, we deserved it on our, on, on our first. We, we were so bold in the first half in that we, we weren't just hitting them on the break in the first half. We caught them cold. We came out of the mm. blocks the same way we did at Liverpool. And, and I think Pellegrini almost admitted that they just they showed us no respect. Um, yeah. Sorry, no, sorry. Correct myself. They showed we us should. too much respect yeah. um, and almost just let us have the ball. There was no pressing. And that was why Lanzini was able to do this sort of slightly outside of the yeah. booty, not a particularly distant, but audacious pass into Paye. And immediately from then, because Torre hadn't tracked his runner, that yeah. was it. That yeah, was yeah. it. We, we, we were in, in quotes. I mean, crikey, if, if you turn around and say that to anyone in the world where Moses scored from, oh, we're in. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Because had he hit had he hit that any other way other than perfect as he did yeah it, against one of the best goalkeepers in Europe probably yeah he almost got fingers to it didn't yeah, he but it, it was a brilliant exactly brilliant goal right place, yeah. but w- the, by the time they woke up we, we were 2-0 we were up and, and I suppose I don't want to go as far as giving credit to Allardyce but the kind of the, the battling defensive performance is almost what we used to try and defend but we didn't used to have the lead to defend it yeah no and well, when I think, I think you know that breakthrough came a couple of seasons ago against Chelsea, when when Mourinho accused us of playing nineteenth-century football. Yeah. When, when we turned around that uh, sort of terrible start, that's where that kind of battling defence. It was a siege mentality, mentality wasn't kind it? of kicked yeah. in, and we were able to sort of like fight our way out of those situations. We had no. But like you say, there's, there's but no when you've got there. a release valve, that that yeah. that starts oh, to become a different huge. that starts to become a different game. We had an outlet, you, you know. You're you're yeah. going, yeah, we're going to defend these guys, but they, you know, and we had a couple of Sacco had that breakaway we, yeah. when he was on a one and one, and the keeper took it off his foot at the last minute. You know, we were still attacking them in that second yeah. half when we got a breakaway, but obviously, you know, they're like two one down chasing the game within one goal of getting it back, and they're yeah. the best team in the division. Yeah. Of course our backs were going to be to the wall in the second half, but I think we still kind of attack them, and it's just that more progressive style than just defence for the sake of defence. Yeah. We, we knew there's an outlet. We knew that possibly, you know, the chance for 3-1 was on if they screw it up, yeah. which the more men they throw forward, there was always a chance of a breakaway. Yeah. We, we definitely rode our luck, but it's almost, once it gets to so many occasions of Reed being in the right place yep. in the right time to block. It's not luck. No. It's, he's, he, he can be that good. And there was one occasion where it probably hit the inside of his leg and could have gone in and a guy crossed it and Adrian yeah. flapped and it went the wrong side of the post. But when it happens on so many occasions, you just have to turn around and go, it was, it was not only a brilliant counter-attacking, uh, counter-attacking performance, mm. defensively mm. Was, was brilliant as well. I mean, what, yeah, what, what, no how many yeah. performances well, also, have we uh, had like that? I think you also is that old old um, cliche if you make your own luck. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Think, you know, I think you kind of if you, if you are uh, if you're really brave and you defend when you're organised, you know, you, it will, it may well go your your way. And we were we were a bit lucky. We rode our luck, and we and it, yeah. it goes that way. Everyone had you know. everyone put a shift in, and arguably. I don't know who you'd probably single out as their weakest player. I'd probably say that they probably targeted Cresswell quite a lot. Yes. He's not had the yes. best start to the season, no. but he is steadily improving with no competition, albeit. Yeah. Um, he didn't have a bad game. No. Even so, everyone, it, it took a combination of everyone to have good performances and then two or three to have brilliant performances. Yeah. yeah. And suddenly, instead of two years ago, we're going there getting beaten 6 0 and almost turning up defeated. Mm. We've got this now belief that we we can go out and beat anyone. Mm-hmm. 
Isn't it? Isn't it brilliant? Yeah. Is it? No, I say it well, is. Well, six games in. I mean, it's gonna. You know, they, somebody on uh, on the Facebook page today, you know, rather audaciously said, "I can see us finishing fourth. I can't <laughs> see that. I, I can't. No matter how Steady hard I look, comparing I it to the boys of '86 team, I've seen that. Yeah, so there's a sort of a, well. yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, um, I suppose in a way, the way in which. Uh, the wheels might not come off, but we are going to lose. We're going to lose some football matches this yeah. season. Absolutely, it's going to happen. Some we'll more. lose some, you know. Uh, some yeah, more some more games, you know. Um, but uh, you know how it's going to, how that's going to happen. Um, there's not going to be a kind of catastrophic sort of meltdown. The you know under both Kirbishly and and Allardyce, there was just you know, I mean the foot didn't come off the gas the foot Never was came off the leg yeah. uh, and we absolutely just dribbled to an ignominious yeah. halt in those seasons when we went sort of safe you know the the Kirbishly one we, we couldn't have been trying any harder to drop two or three places but couldn't drop yeah. any lower than 10th yeah. we were try- and and, yeah. and in a way i mean we did everything to get ourselves relegated well, last we were, season, we but we had accumulated too many points. Yeah. We'd accumulated too many points yeah. to be relegated, and we tried our best to get relegated last season, yeah. but oh. we had too many points. I reckon Allardyce had already told the players he was going. Oh, everybody knew whether, whether, um, whether he told them or not. I think yeah. you read between the lines and you know what's going on. He's not. Yeah, Jim, Jim felt that a couple of the sort of performances from the players that sort of went way off the boil were slightly because of kind yeah. of, um, that's know. it, we're done. An acceptance that of, I'm yeah. not playing for this guy. I might as well wait till the new guy comes in and yeah. see if I can keep my place there. So Jim was sort of pointing at Downing. It was a kind of mm-hmm. obvious yeah. sort of example yeah. of yeah. that. Um, Who wouldn't get in our side now anyway? No, no, no. no. Gutless. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, so so there's a... I mean, well, some key injuries to some top key players. Injuries, uh, yeah, I you mean, know, that um, would do us uh, really bad. You sort of feel that there's a couple of people. I mean... If Paye got injured, you sort of feel that either Zarati or Lanzini or could sort of, or Valencia could sort of go in that role. Yeah, Valencia is is. Uh, I think is a is, when he gets back, it's a big season for him. Mm-hmm. He, I think he was misused a lot. He was brilliant. He played out wide. He was he, yeah. He he or, was brilliant. Up front we, on his own, he sent the whole yeah. Mm. Towards he, him. he was brilliant up front with Sacco. Um, for that, the amazing period of time where we had to play two up front because Nolan was mm. injured, um, and the goals dried up a little bit, but he continued to persist. And he's never played anywhere outside of South America. No, and him and Kiate just hit the ground running on yeah, adrenaline, yeah, yeah. and eventually adjusting. I mean, he's what, he's had another child since he's been here. He's, he's yeah. still settling into life mm. in this country. Yeah, yeah. He's got all the attributes. No, I think he's good. I believe. He uh, he scares the bejesus out of them as well. Uh, scares the bejesus out of the the opposition. I think that he, you know, he was slightly he was slightly criticised for his lack of goals. But I think it was because what was happening was Sarko was scoring yeah. goals and Downey was, was and other people were scoring goals and uh, and uh, Valencia was doing a lot of the kind of uh, legwork in those games. He's, he was really running at the opposition. Malfitano's goal against City, if you remember, Valencia ended up in the away end, yeah, um, sprinting through and squaring it, and Malfitano effectively just literally had to tap it home. That's right, yeah. The legwork he put in, was, and also getting on the end of crosses as well. So some excellent headers from yep. Valencia. Valencia was a good header of the ball. Uh, there's also the long ranger at Hull in the two-two was fantastic. He, his goal, his header from breakaway against Stoke was a brilliant goal yeah, and, uh, yeah. Downing crossed it right footed which is one of Downing's best performances and the header against Burnley which I'd almost forgotten about yeah. where the ball was Jenkinson put in a great ball and the ball was behind him Yeah, yeah. and he absolutely rattled the back of the net and yeah. he, he scored a very similar goal against um, who was it we played in the Europa League and we were um, it wasn't Astra, was it? We won it up against um, uh, the Romanian. I didn't team. see the, 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 the game where he done his knee. That uh, game he'd scored. No, that was the second game, wasn't it? The Maltese. It were the uh, the first. Burkakara was that Burkakara? 
Yeah, it might have been that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Second game yeah. He, he scored. He scored a really good header yeah. before he got yeah. got um, got taken off, and he he it started. He'd only just got back from was it Copper America or something? Yeah, and he looked. He looked again. He looked excited. Really good. Yeah. Um, and it's a big shame. It's a big injury, but um, apparently he seems to be on the mend, mm. and he might be back sort of November. Yeah, and it, and it's like a, another signing. What yeah. a squad to come back yeah. into is. Yeah. we've, we've yeah. got people fit and firing, and you just. You add Carroll and Valencia. Well, hang on a minute. We're ten minutes into Andy Carroll's return uh, at yeah. Leicester City. Is he is he still playing? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's a good point. Uh, Sacco yeah. in prison. That might happen. Sacco, yep. Sacco, <laughs> I think yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, defended in court by Slaven. I put it to you, yes. Pilic, who yeah, is yeah, a qualified yeah, lawyer. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would. Uh, uh, we are one nil down. One nil down one to nil Leicester down. already. One nil down yes. to Leicester. Yeah. Own goal. Um, Joe. Dodo, doo doo, doo doo. He sounds shit. Um, brilliant. Uh, oh God. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, Sacco in court, defended by uh, defended by Billich would be uh, that, that would be a scenario. Yep. Billich does some pro bono work for ISIS. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, no, that's I'm I'm, in, I'm oh, I envisaging yeah, ways yeah, yeah, in which yeah, the season yeah. could fall yeah. apart. Or, or in January, we just decide to sell um, Paye and uh, Sacco, and uh, and Bilic gets signed by Chelsea, takes over. From yeah. Mourinho. But uh, yeah, interesting, interesting days. Very early, uh, six yeah. six games in, and um, uh, that's where that's where we're at. So it's it's very early to tell. They often say you know eight to ten games uh, um, starts to give you an idea of how yeah. the rest of the season will pan out. Uh, we've only played six. It feels like it's like we've been playing for a while. We have. The international. Break. How many games? Yeah, the Europa League games. There was yes, six of yes. Those, I mean right? that makes it seem. So we have played 12 competitive yes, games. that's true. And we have stopped having players sent off. You know, we've had yes. five sending offs. Have we? Yes, we have, yeah. So, the Europa yeah. League ones were sort of Mickey Mouse sending offs, weren't they? But the, were they Mickey Mouse sending offs, without yeah. a doubt? And we had a false one with Noble. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but so, um, all very encouraging at the moment. And I think yeah. we... Yeah, um, lovely. Um, yeah. I'm slightly sort of padding to say goodbye because uh, because Scott's just popped out for a week. But he's back now. So yes. so he's back just in time to say goodbye. Because uh, I think we, we predictions we for probably Norwich? Wrap, oh, yeah, predictions for Norwich at the weekend. Can we not predict a comeback against Leicester yet or not? Yeah, I would. I would definitely predict a comeback against Leicester this season. Carol Hatchett? Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, predictions 3-2. 3-2 tonight. Okay, 3-2 yeah. tonight. I'm going to go 2-all tonight. 2-all. 2-all. Isn't it got to oh, be no. finished on the night? No. Hmm? It's got to be finished on the I night. I think oh, it, it has, yeah, yeah. 2-all. Um, oh, we don't want extra time and then we'll be win. tired. 2-all and we win on penalties. 2-all and we win on penalties. I can't do the same, can I? You I think we're going to win 2-1. 2-1. Okay, I'll stick into 3-2. 2-all, win on penalties. Okay. And for Norwich? Uh, I think the Norwich game, I would say, I'm going to have to stick my neck out here and say 2-0. 2-0 to the Hammers? Yes. Scott? Oh, is it pessimistic? I'm going to say 1-all. 1-all. I'm going to say 1-all. Um, obviously, Jarvis can't play against us anyway, but no. I, I just think we look so good on the road. Is We're still working out how to be the team that has more possession and yes. win a game. Be good great. Point. Be great. Very good point. Be, be great yes. if we could overload them and, and win because then our confidence would well, through the they roof. don't have any forwards. Norwich, They've got the advantage in that Jarvis won't be playing for yeah. them. Uh, so that's a huge. <laughs> but they also don't issue. have a recognised striker. Yeah. In this Nathan squad. Redmond is a good player. Though. He's a very good I player. But they're all, but they have no penetrating forward. West Ham United one, Norwich three. I'm going for. You okay. get. Yeah, yeah. It's rational. I'd like to I add that my 2 0 prediction will include a goal by Adrian. <laughs> oh, interesting. Stick interesting. your free bet on either one of those. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Put your bet on that. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, this week I've been joined by Scott Fortley. Thank you very much. And Pete Ward. Come on, you. <laughs> Come on, you. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.